This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Don't look in the mirror, look into my eyes. When you see your reflection, you'll see what I like. Uh, you look good in the morning mm-hmm. And you don't even know it mm-hmm. <laughs> Martin Garrix, Macklemore, and Patrick from Fall Out Boy With the song Summer Days I like that Slapping the bass there. This is Macklemore. Toast to the gods. She's a one, a masterpiece. She a drug at a fast Hello everyone. It is Tucker and Mora and our producer Chris Bundes is with us here this morning. Thank you once again for finding us on our podcast. Um Hey, just a thought. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that, um, you know, like I like doing original content for podcasts. I like the idea of us just doing almost like a separate show for the podcast because there's some things that we can do on the podcast that we can't do on the radio show. Uh, but I also thought that, you know, because we do um, like a replay show every weekday at 6 p.m. and then on weekends as well, mm-hmm. I thought, well, why don't we put those clips together and make a podcast of just the week in review? Yeah. And if you're listening to this podcast and you're a regular, um, you know, you frequent the whatever app you use to listen to us on, is that something you would want? DM us on Instagram, let us know. Yeah. Or, or do you listen to the show enough when we're on Energy 95.3 that you don't want to hear all that stuff kind of recycled, if you will. But the way I look at it is there's stuff that we play back at 6 a.m. that people at 8 a.m. never hear and, and vice versa. Yeah, something we've learned from being in radio for a while is that there's people that listen at 8 and there's people that listen at 6 and there's people that listen at 7. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like if you're listening at 7, you probably missed what happened at 6. So why wouldn't we replay some of those moments? Or if you listen to Energy Radio in the evening at 6 p.m. every day, this will be all stuff you've heard through the week (laughs) (laughs) exactly Uh, so anyway it may not be a good idea it's just a thought i had and uh let us know what you think okay so i want to speaking of things that we can't do on the radio that we can do in the podcast i want to play something here quickly okay it really made me laugh so um let me just try and figure okay so there's um a city council meeting meeting in florida last thursday and uh one of the aides at this meeting, walks behind a council member and coughs, and it sounds like she's saying asshole. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, the the people are saying, no, no, it was just a cough. You listen and tell me if it sounds like the person saying asshole. Okay, we move on to our workshop agenda to uh, ceremonial ceremonial activities for presentation of commendation for officer of the month, uh, Councilman Citra. Did you hear that there? No. <laughs> I heard it there. You know, what that reminds- you know what that reminds me of? What's that? Uh, Top Gun. When um, Iceman and Slater and he oh, coughs, he goes, yeah. bullshit. 
Yeah, That's exactly yeah, yeah. what that reminds me of. of when they were talking about the MIG, that was yeah. that was when Tom Cruise was explaining to uh, Callsign Charlie <laughs> that he was inverted. Do you realize? Giving the finger to the Russian. Exactly. <laughs> asshole. The wow. aide is saying, I'm just sick. But he did say asshole. It was a girl, but yeah. Maybe it's just a fluke. People are just pointing it out. <laughs> you can't do that. It's such a low blow. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good, though. Yeah. It was a good version of it. Yeah. The aide says that she was just sick, but some people say it's intentional because uh, there's some, like, infighting and whatever. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Pretty funny. <laughs> uh, what are we getting to with this podcast? Uh, you know, I really want to talk about Moby. Uh, and Natalie Portman. Oh, yeah. What's going on with that? So, There's some b- bad blood there. And were they going out or were they not going out is the big question, that, right? It's so interesting to me because I really feel like it it shows us that consent is so important on every level because clearly the lines are blurred. But Moby wrote this memoir and in the memoir was a, a blurb on Natalie Portman. And he said he had a brief fling with her when she was 20 and he was 33. And Natalie Portman was asked about it and she said, quote, I was surprised to hear that he characterized the very short time that I knew him as dating because my recollection is that a much older man being creepy with me when I had just graduated high school. Oh! And he literally said he had a brief fling with her. So how could he get that wrong, you know? Yeah, especially when it's in the past. You know, like you can get uh, things wrong if you think someone has feelings for you. Yeah. But usually when you're looking back in (laughs) hindsight, you have 20-20 vision. You know, it's clear. Either you fooled around or you didn't. Uh I mean, that's right. And maybe her definition of what fooling around is different than what his definition is. You know, maybe if they kissed, she just felt like, you know, that's nothing. And he was a creepy old guy. Well, it reminds me, actually, of this guy who I used to do the overnight shift when I started in radio. And the shift that I did would be midnight till 6 Mm a.m. And we were live from a club until 2 a.m. And I was back at the station just kind of making sure that uh, we were on the air. And after the club gig one of the employees from the radio station would come back he was working the club gig he would come back and hit on me in the studio for hours and really? start getting handsy touching me i was new at this job so i kind of would try to be nice to him and not hurt his feelings and kind of laugh it off and be like, oh, get, up, get out of here. You know? yeah, yeah. I'm working. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to work here, buddy. Yeah, but he wasn't taking the hint. He wasn't taking the hint. And then it, it started getting to the point where I was dreading going to do this shift. He was ruining it for me. Mm-hmm. So I called my boss. I'm like, listen, this guy's harassing me every single night at work. And also I was starting to get concerned with my safety. So he, my boss was really angry, called him, and the guy had no, he said, I thought she wanted it. I thought Maura was interested. Mm. And it, he, my boss called me back and said, you literally have to use the F word and tell a guy no for him to understand. You can't be nice about it. Like buzz off. Yeah. 
So that was, I feel like something similar happened with Natalie Portman here in Moby. Because I'm sure that guy that used to hit on me, if I never went to my boss, he would probably say, oh yeah, Maura and I hooked, she had a crush on me. hooked up in the studio every week. Yeah, we had a little thing going. We had a thing yeah, going. Yeah, that's a good point. You know? Well, it turns out you actually made me feel really uncomfortable, buddy. And I wonder about all the other people he made uncomfortable. Yeah. And yeah. was he was he hooking up with people at work? Or? Oh yeah, he would bring girls back from the club who were young and drunk, and he would hook up with them in his office. Oh. He would bring them by the studio on a hey, tour. Hey, you want to come see the radio station? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Honestly, he used that job as a way to pick up chicks for sure. You know what's so funny is that I am the exact opposite of that guy. I almost have the opposite problem uh-huh. where I'm I am super sensitive on uh, like i don't even think women want to be with me even when they want to be with me you know what i mean <laughs> really i pick up i can remember and if you're my kid stop listening now or family member stop listening yeah, now. stop don't listen to the podcast if you're related to us it's yeah. very uncomfortable um i remember when i lost my virginity like i i could not make any moves myself yeah. The girl I was with had to initiate everything. <laughs> and it's sort of been my story. I'm just too afraid to initiate. Or I was certainly growing up. Well, if you're a virgin, I get that. Well, I was an adult. Yeah. As an adult virgin. Yeah, sure. Me too. I was too. 18. Oh. And, uh, I think I was 18 too. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and so we were fooling. It was my girlfriend. And we were fooling around for hours. And I'm pretty <laughs> sure she was just waiting for me to be like, hey, baby, you want to take this to the next level? Right. And I wouldn't do it. Like, I just was too scared uh-huh. to go there. And eventually, I think about three hours later of fooling around, she sort of said to me like... You know, what did you really want for your birthday or something like that? And then oh. she kind of, you know, got it going. But at that point, we'd been fooling around so long. I didn't. Like, <laughs> you were done. I didn't feel anything. <laughs> it was like terrible. Oh. Yeah. But again, you know, it's always been one of those things. Like even kissing girls, I, I've done the whole like, would, would it be OK if I kissed you? And I right. even did that at a time where Me Too wasn't a thing. Yeah. I like that, though. I mean, you got to be yeah, a, but a I think bit some more gr- aggressive. Yeah, I, think, I don't think girls really like that overall. It's it's one of those things where you don't want the guy to be pushing himself on you when you don't want him. Mm. But when you want him, you kind of want him to make the first move. And That's right. That it's is a true. delicate balance, and I've never figured that out. I mean, now I'm married, it doesn't matter. So Yeah, well, it should be more obvious, you know? Mm-hmm. People like the guy who used to harass me, and now Moby, like, he has come forward and apologized and said... Oh, oh he has, a, yeah, because there's no... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's no continuing that discussion after she says, no, he was just a creepy old guy. Yeah. Like, what's he going to say? No, we kissed. <laughs> you know? You know, he obviously overstepped his boundary and she was trying to be polite and nice and not offend him. That's the way mm-hmm. I picture it going down. The exact same thing that happened to me. We have like a list of stuff of things that we meant to get to on our radio show that we just haven't. Prince William. Oh, yeah. Okay, there's rumors going around that he's cheating on Kate Middleton. Which seems absurd to anyone who's seen them. Yeah, but if you've watched The Crown... Well, that's it. And that's the point I want to bring up is it's insane to think that he would cheat on her. But then if you look at the family history, he comes from a family of cheaters. His grandfather, Prince Philip 
was, was a serial was cheater. Was a serial cheater, if yes. you believe all the stories. And it seems to be like there's so many that it'd be impossible not for it to be true. Man, I would love social media back then because then it would have all come out what was going on. They had like, according to the crown, mm-hmm. they had gentlemen's clubs and he'd be traveling the world and hooking went, up with hooking native up people with, uh, in the countries he was visiting, yes. locals. and. So, yeah, it would be in his blood. (laughs) And, well, and not just his grandfather, but his father. You look at Camilla Parker Bowles or whatever her name is now that she's married to Prince uh, Charles. It was the woman he always wanted to be with and wasn't allowed. Mm -hmm. He was kind of forced into being with Diana. Mm -hmm. And there's lots of stories that even though it was, you know, that he was with Diana, that eventually he found his way back to Camilla before that relationship had fully expired right well yeah it's totally feasible and these people have a lot of money and nothing to do but <laughs> as you bring up different times like could prince william even afford that risk yeah that's a really good point. with all the cameras and uh, yes and the woman that apparently is the mistress in this case is mm. also married so and she's royal she's the marchioness of Clomondi. Well, maybe if it is true, and I don't know if it is, but maybe they thought that, well, they both have equal amounts of, uh, or they have the same thing to lose. Right. Like someone once told me, you never want to cheat with somebody who has nothing to lose. You want somebody who has much to lose as you. Right, you so know if what the I mean? story comes out, you're both going down in flames. Yeah, or if there's bad blood that you, st- you know, if you break up, uh-huh. you want that person to have as much to lose as you do, so they don't just come back and blow the whole thing wide open. Yeah, and uh, and I think that's like the nature of Ashley Madison, the website that hooks married people up together because mm-hmm. you're both married, and essentially it's for, you know, so maybe maybe Prince William met her on Ashley Madison. <laughs> maybe. No, but maybe they were at some event or somewhere yes. where they felt like oh man this would be fun to well, fool around apparently they're like the this couple and kate middleton and prince william were like buddies and they would hang out a lot and so maybe things went a little too far one night mm. anyways they're trying to squash the rumors right now both families are getting involved legally so i'm sure the rumors will die down but i don't honestly i wouldn't believe it no. At this point, I feel like he's got, when I look at his character Maybe and his history. Maybe that's why he'd do it, to be the edgy one. But I would have never thought Tiger Woods would be that guy, too, until he was that guy. Right. Or David Letterman. I never thought he would oh. be that guy until you found out that he was hooking up with interns up in the secret office. That's the thing. You know, these people in positions of power have a lot of things thrown at them, and sometimes yeah. they are just human and can't turn them away. Yeah. Well. Imagine there was a, if he had a baby with this girl, (laughs) like, let's say they were cheating. Okay. Would that place his fourth child in this case, Uh ahead of Meghan Markle and Prince, uh, what's his face there? Harry. Prince Harry's. kid in Um, terms of being in line to the throne. I think so. Even if it was a, like a... Bastard child, if you will. Uh, I think so, because this woman is royalty. So, But even, I mean, even if she wasn't, he's going to be the king and his children. So if his first three kids decide they don't want to be king or queen. He's the Jon Snow. Would that be the, or the Baratheon? Remember the Baratheon Baratheon kid? Yes. Game of Thrones is real, Wouldn't that be crazy? (laughs) 
That would be crazy. The future king or queen is a baby that was born through a, an affair. One thing that's great. Dun, dun, dun. We know we have more episodes of The Crown now. They're just going to keep it going. Yeah, when, that's got to start up soon, I would mm-hmm. think. But I'm going to really miss the old cast. Me too. They've uh, changed cast members because they want to f- portray them as slightly older people. Yeah. Anyway, uh, do you want to listen to the songs that people play to keep calm? These are the top 10 songs people play to keep calm. Sure. And um, I guess this was done in England, but a lot of these songs are popular in North America. Should we do... Okay, I'll start at the bottom and just go number 10. Let's see if you can even identify these songs, okay? Okay. Song number 10? Yeah. Yeah. You too. Beautiful day. Okay, so they basically asked a bunch of people, what song do you listen to when you want to chill out and relax? And enough people said, beautiful day? This is not a chill out song. This is kind of like a pump up song. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't... Beautiful day! But maybe it's a beautiful day and it's just positive and if yeah. you're in a negative mood. I like it. This song is a little bit more what you would imagine people would say. Mm. Tell me if you can uh, remember this artist. Elton John. Wrong. Does sound like an Elton John song, but it's uh, Cat Stevens. Morning or Yusuf Islam. He later changed his name. Morning is Broken was number nine. The next artist is an artist I used to listen to when I studied at university. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, this is Enya. Enya. Orinoco Flow was the number eight song on this list of tunes people listen to to keep calm. This was my sister's uh, breastfeeding music. She would play Enya for every feed. Is that not crazy? Now, is that to train the kids so when they hear Enya that they latch on better or something? Or no, it was just her vibe just she like, was going hey, for? Calm down. We're having a feeding. Put Enya on. It was back when Enya was like big. This is a great song. Okay, the (laughs) next one on this list is uh, from Aretha Franklin. And I say a little prayer. Oh, Oh, you know the words. I feel like this has been in some movies. Sure. Or covers of it anyway. Yeah. Wedding Crashers? I think. Good vibe, though. Yeah. Love it. Okay, song number six. This was an this is an artist oh. I would listen to if I wanted to chill out oh, the first Coldplay. couple of albums. Coldplay. I love yeah. this song. This is a pretty intense song. Fix you, right? This is when Gwyneth Paltrow had a miscarriage. Try your best, is that what it's about? Succeed. That's what I heard. It's gonna make me cry. When you get what you want, yeah. but not what you need. When you hear that it kind of blows your mind, eh? Yeah. When you feel so tired, but you can't sleep. But when this song kicks into this part... But when you 
hurts now. You know, tears roll down your face when you lose something you can't replace. Oh my God, I'm gonna cry. Okay, are you ready to enter the top five? Yeah, bring it. How are we gonna top this? I'll tell you how with this right here. Adele and hello. She's the only artist that has two songs on this list, but Adele is definitely a chill out kind of artist, right? Mm. Oh, yeah. I find it hard to chill out when I'm listening to Adele because I want to hit all the notes, too, you know? Oh, sing along? Belt it out. This is song number four Someone Like You. What an album this was. It'll be impossible for her to come out with another album that is as good as this one. Yeah, this was amazing. Not to say she won't have great songs, but I mean, this album had so many amazing tunes. Yeah. Let's hear you hit the note. I don't know the words. Hold back, hold hide from the lights. I hate to turn up out of the blue, uninvited, but I couldn't stay away. I couldn't fight it. So good. Are you one of those people that hears a song a couple of times and you know all the words? Yeah, words mean a lot to me. I know they mean nothing to you. Well, I just never remember them, so they can't mean anything to me. Okay, the next three are all old songs. Uh, This is a beauty, and it's no surprise that the British would choose this as the third most important song to keep calm. Elton John. Tiny Dance? No. Hold me close. It's a little bit funny. Your song. There you go. I love old Elton John. Yeah. I can't imagine what it'd be like. You know, I was thinking about this the other day because one of my favorite artists of all time is Led Zeppelin. And I was never old enough to hear new Led Zeppelin. Right. You know, except for when they came out with the box set and, you know, they had one or two new versions of songs that you hadn't heard. But I, I'm, imagine what it would have been like to live in a time where this was brand new. Right. And you'd be like, what is this? But then again, no. To hear this song for the first time on the radio when it's, you know, hey, right now we got a brand new song from Elton John. It's called Your Song. No, it's not my. Wow. By the way, that new uh, biopic? Biopic? What is it called? (laughs) (laughs) It's getting mixed up. It's a biopic. Uh, About Elton John, Rocket Man is getting great reviews. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like 90% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Tell everybody. This is a song. Nice. See, I hear this, I don't want to turn it off. Next. But I think there are rules on how much of a song we can play on a podcast. Yeah. I hope you don't mind. I hope you don't mind that I'll put it down in words. <laughs> I knew you were going to jump in. This, but you're in the world. Amazing. 
amazing. So sweet. Man, him and his partner, Bernie Taupin, what a combination. They've written so many amazing songs. One of the biggest bands of all time have song number two, Beatles, and Let It Be. Yes, amen. I still prefer the Sesame Street version, though. <laughs> What's that? Letter B. <laughs> When I find myself in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me, speaking words of wisdom. Imagine hearing this song for the very first time. Wow, I think I'd have tears rolling down my face. I mean, this song was probably... Would have been like 15, 20 years the first time I heard it. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. So good. These are almost like you could put these on lists of songs that are fun to sing along to. Yeah, you could just you could just do like a playlist of your own and throw these on on your weekend, right? Okay, and the top song that people put on the list of music to relax and de-stress to is from Louis Armstrong. This is a masterpiece too. I see trees of green. This is my sister's wedding song. What a wonderful world. Did he talk like that all the time? Yeah, he had a raspy voice. Did he, like, when he was at the drive-thru, be like, I'll have a Big Mac (laughs) and a large fry. Okay, I'll supersize that. (laughs) Such a great voice. What a wonderful I bet you he had a teacher that came across him, though, and said, you're not going to go anywhere with that sound, you know? The guy over there sounds like, hello, wants to be a singer. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Clear your throat. Give this guy a Hall's mental (laughs) Olympics. Hello, Amara. I was wondering if you'd like to go out later. Sure, Louie. Uh, there you go. That's pretty good. I liked that. It was a lot of songs. We could never go through all of them on the radio, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Break would have been way too long. <laughs> hey, speaking of people who maybe shouldn't be singing that are singing now, and I'm not going to say he shouldn't be singing, but you make the point of like, you know, who would have thought he'd end up being this big time uh-huh. masterpiece artist? Uh, how about Arnold Schwarzenegger? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Singing? Yeah, rapping. 
No. So an Austrian singer made a song about Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he actually raps on it. You ready for this? I'm ready for it. Are you, do you think it's now? Do you think it's going to be like a Louis Armstrong thing, where it's like, <laughs> holy cow, who saw that coming, and how great it is, or do you no. think it's a disaster? I think it's a disaster. Hey, I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger. Listen carefully. Dig deep down and ask yourself, who do you want to be? Not what, but who? If you believe success will come to you, look like hell. Trust yourself, and all your dreams come true. Breaks Nice message, though. And there is a guy who worked his ass off. You're right. You know, as a bodybuilder to become Mr. Universe multiple times to wanting to get into movies. Governor of California. And then becoming governor. And, you know, if he was born in the United States, there's no doubt in my mind he would have tried to be president of the United States. But because he wasn't, he's not eligible. Mm -hmm. And there was some talk that they were going to maybe change that rule to allow a guy like that to come in here and. and do it. Mm-hmm. Reality star turned governor, and we got a reality star turned president now. Yeah. Was, <laughs> what could, can you say about him? What can you say about him? Um, you know, another story. You know, I think we talked about this. I don't know if it was on our existing radio station or on the last one that we were on, but I think it was the last one because we were talking talking about what it'd be like to date a police officer. Mm-hmm. And the whole idea of would a police officer be allowed to look you up in the computer? <laughs> You know, the old database? Sure. Don't they just do that all the time? Isn't it like everybody's workstation has access to that database? Well, I'm sure that that database is available to pretty much any police officer, Uh but I guess there is some ethical rules where, or some legal rules that you have to be using it in in relation to a case. Mm -hmm. You can't just use it for personal use. And the reason why I brought this up is that I was just reading that a, a police officer in the Peel region just got charged with a breach of trust after an investigation that lasted nearly a year. They turned out the guy had been using this computer over the last while to conduct searches on several members of the public that weren't related to any investigations. In fact, they were people that he knew. They're not telling us what the relationship was. Uh At this point, I'm sure it'll come out when the uh, court case advances. People he was dating, perhaps? Who knows? I mean, you, you never know. It could be he, like, it could be anything. He could have been providing intel to other people. Uh-huh. Maybe you know, like, I'm not saying this is the case with this guy, but let's say the mob had a police officer on payroll. Yes, they could have had the cop looking up people that he knew in other organizations to find out personal information. Oh, wow. You know, I don't knows? even know if I have anything on there. We just got our criminal background checks because we're getting a liquor license for our cafe. Yeah. You have to have that done to get a liquor license. And both my husband and I were like, God, is there anything in there? Like, who knows? It could be like a little note in our file about us. Like, I wonder if uh, they would... I don't. I think you'd have to do something wrong to be there. <laughs> but I. Wonder, I don't think it'd be like a blonde girl who's up for anything when she's partying. And <laughs> by up for anything, I mean like she's just happy to go. 
What? I always get in trouble when I say that. More is up for anything. It just means like, hey, let's go here and have a drink there. You're like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. That's how you like to describe it. You were up for anything. You were up for anything. <laughs> I wonder if it'd be like, blonde girl likes to drink Prosecco. <laughs> you know? Why not? I wonder if cops just like put little notes in our file. It also makes me wonder if this police officer, and again, I have no information about this person. Right. But if, because I would imagine this happens all the time. Police mm-hmm. officers do this all the time. I know police officers who have done this. Really? Where they've used the database for their own personal use. What are they using it for? Okay, so I'll give you an example. I know a police officer who is, um, was looking up a babysitter. Oh, doing a somebody, background somebody check Somebody who was doing like some daycare for them. Oh. And they did their own background check. And? And uh, it was fine, I think. <laughs> like they didn't dig anything up. Right. But these people, and I'm sure as their kids get older, if they start dating people that they're wondering, I guarantee you police officers are getting on there and looking up the names of the people that their kids are dating. It must happen all the time. Or if you're a police officer and you're dating someone new, you're telling me that you're not whipping into the old database? Because <laughs> I, I, when we talked about this last, it was because our old co-host, Robin, yeah. was going to go out on a date with a cop. And that's what it was. Remember? Oh. And we're like, oh, I wonder if he's looking you up. And then we had had other people call in saying police officers do this all the time and i know cops that have done it so it makes me wonder for this guy to get charged they must have maybe not liked the guy you know when you're looking for a reason to get rid of somebody and write them up you find any sort of technical thing that you can call them out on yes a reason to to terminate them right yeah or it was super serious and they were like involved with the mob or something like that or they were stalking somebody or who knows like again we know nothing about the officer that was charged we're just speculating right now i don't want to get like it's all super liable or slander or whatever but yeah it would be very difficult to not type somebody i mean like i said i'd be interested to type my own name in well let me uh (laughs) there must be maybe there is a legal way to go through a background check because i was thinking if you were going to hire someone at your workplace at your coffee shop would you be allowed to go to the police station and run a background check i guess if they were consenting you could maybe that's a really good question. Everyone has to consent. Maybe that's the difference. And you can't do like, background checks on somebody unless it's an investigation or they consent. Is it like a credit check where you don't want too many of those or you start to get red flagged, you know? It's true. If you apply for a lot of loans just to see just if you can see. get it, it could be a red flag. Yeah. Yeah, good so point. Many? Oh, man. Interesting. Good point. The only other thing was uh, that I was going to bring up was something that we did on our show today. I'm, I am always shocked at the kind of things that people are outraged about. Mm-hmm. Like of all the things to complain about with uh, in regards to our show, <laughs> uh, we got a complaint from somebody who said they're no longer going to listen. Like somebody is like, you know, I'm out. Yeah. You guys have crossed the line. You lost a listener. And if you didn't hear the conversation on the air, the reason why they became an ex-listener is like shocking to yeah, me. Yes. I thought originally it was going to be because of the sex gong, which we've been hitting more frequently. Yeah. If we talk about, if one of us is talking about an adventurous weekend where <laughs> things went down, like Maura came back after a weekend or a night away with her husband. She's like, I want to hit the sex gong. Bring just out to the show gong. You. Yeah. Yeah. And so you hit it twice <laughs> and we just kind of teased you about how that's really not gong worthy. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it is for me. Trust and then Bund me. Bundes hit it four times right after you. Yeah. <laughs> and he's it not. was his birthday, though. Oh, it's true. But you had a weekend away in Niagara. One night. Just as exciting. One night. One night only. Mine, mine was one night only, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, next day, too. It was, well, it was, it was like night into night next in, day. Night yeah. into morning, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, the reason why this person stopped listening to our radio show is because we said the word vulva. Yeah. In the most random way. Yes. It just came up uh, when we were playing one of our games. We were playing a game called Cirque or Berserk. We were literally giving away tickets to Cirque du Soleil. So within the game, I was throwing out uh, potential names of Cirque shows. Yeah. So you had to decide whether or not it was a Cirque show or just something I made up. Berserk. Berserk. And one of the I, one of the shows I was saying was you know Cirque du Soleil Volva, <laughs> which is funny because yeah. didn't they have a show called v- v- it started with a V Volta Volta Yeah, so that's you, what made me think of it. Yeah. It's Volva. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think the I think the person playing the game got that one wrong too. And uh, and it was rapid fire. Yeah. We went through like a total of I think ten different names for potential Cirque shows. It was rapid fire. I'm surprised she even noticed it. And uh, that was enough to push someone over the edge. That was it. They couldn't listen anymore. Yeah, that must have been the straw that broke the camel's back. I'm I mean, thinking it must have. I it had to. It must have something to do with the fact that the person is still aligned with the old show. Yep. And uh, and are. Which not comfortable with the change, and that happens all the time. Yeah, I get it. I get it. You know, anytime you come in and and you take over for another morning show, I mean, it wasn't our decision. No. It was the company's decision to hire us and make the move that they made, just like it was the company's decision to replace us on our last show. Yes. It's not the fault of the people who are doing the job. No, it's not. You know, and I would never hold anyone... You know, I might like want the show not to do well or something <laughs> selfishly, well, but I'm not going to blame the people who are no. doing the job and be like, "Hey, uh, Adam, I can't TJ, you took that job. Why would you take my job? No, it's like, no. no, of course you would take it. Yes, just like I took, you know, Mad Dog's job when they decided that they wanted to make a change when I was hired. Yes, on. yes, it's just the nature of the business and the nature of any business, really. But it's amazing that Volva was the reason. <laughs> Like it's such it doesn't in this day and age. I know you can't say vulva without no. losing a listener. No, you can't. That is shocking to me. Vulva of all the words. Oh well. Like, what would be worse? Do you think <laughs> testicle or vulva? Like to me, they're the same. They're one and the same. Scrotum or vulva? Scrotum. But feels... again, it's just a body part, right? That's right. It's not like... uh, Scrotum, yeah. Scrotum feels worse to me than vulva. mm -hmm. Because vulva, like you, if you ask me to point out the vulva, I don't think I could find it for you guys. I just know it's down there somewhere. (laughs) Exactly. I wonder, is it it a specific part? Uh, I'm going to have to Google this now. Hold on. Isn't that funny? I hope no one, vulva, looks in the window and sees what I'm looking at. Mm. Vulva. Uh, images. <laughs> oh, it looks like it's some sort of Icelandic princess, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Different vulva. Different vulva. Yeah. I'm now, just... you know what? It refers to a region of a few, of a few parts. Oh, well, there's a vulva mushroom. Oh, look at that. We should have just told that person we were talking about the vulva mushroom. Yes! Off. Ah, Unless I'm spelling it wrong. No, I got. Uh, I can see the. the I can see the Icelandic uh, warrior princess. Worm. Um, 
What does Urban Dictionary put it as? Oh, she's a witch and warrior. Volva. Cool. Oh, you're spelling it with an O. Oh, it's a U. <laughs> okay. I was doing that. It's a, oh, okay. there it is. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So it's it's multiple areas. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's, the re- it's a region of the female anatomy that includes... Um, the whole uh, thing. The vagina, the clitoris, the labia, and all that stuff. Interesting. Yeah. I like that the Urban Dictionary uh, listed as a beautiful part of the female anatomy. Oh. It's nice. <laughs> Usually. Uh, it's the whole region. I wonder if I still show up on. Uh, it's the whole region, guys. It's the region. It's like, uh, what would be the guys? Oh, yeah. So it's so funny to me that somebody put an entry on Urban Dictionary uh, about an old morning show I used to be on. Yeah. And it's like highly homophobic. Oh. And I, I just wanted to see if it's still there because I was just thinking about it right now. So if you look up Tucker and Taz uh. on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> okay. You want me to read? Uh, yeah, read it to Okay. Me. Two wildly homosexual morning show radio personalities on FM 96 in lovely London, Ontario. These two gents, one ginger, uh, that's me, and one balding, self-absorbed gringo dick, spin uh, the... Same old mundane prepackaged <laughs> rock that makes you want to take a five eighth inch drill bit, insert it into a cordless drill, lock it in place, pull the trigger and jam it in your ear and push that sucker as hard as you can into your brain until you can't hear them. Or Ozzy Osbourne, forty seven point six three eight times per day anymore. Ooh. Big fans of the show, eh? If for some unfortunate reason you survive this mind-soothing drilling exercise and can still hear the redundant so-called embarrassing jokes you've heard all week, you can catch them and their same-sex lovemaking live on stage at any number of summer rock festivals in the Forest City. Wow. Like, talk about, like, homophobia yeah. incorporated into that. I Actually, I could tell you a funny story about somebody who complained about that show that we got fired. What? Because they complained about our show and we read their email on air. Oh, and they got fired from their job. Yeah. So they actually used uh, Tucker and Taz in sentences as well. You know, when you go into a definition and it shows how you use it? Uh-huh. It was uh, Walter, quote, Hey, guys, did you hear Tucker and Taz this morning on FM 96? Most people. No, why would I want to listen to that self-righteous crap? <laughs> Walter, no, no, it was really, really funny. Taz was talking about poop again. Most people, oh, yeah, poop again. Too bad I missed it. <laughs> it's just like, it's crazy. That's ridiculous. Yeah, when we first started working on that station, talking about replacing morning shows. Yeah. Um, so we were brought in and another morning show was moved to another station in our building. And somebody complained about us and, and was like putting all these homophobic remarks in there. Uh-huh. And so I read it on the air and they had sent it from a company email address. Oh. And I, uh, and I explicitly said... You know, I can't remember the guy's name, but it'd be like saying, hey, Mora, who works at Energy Radio, wanted to say, right. whoever decided to replace the show with you two idiots is a moron. Yeah. You guys should be broadcasting from the local gay bar. It was, you know, it was stuff like, like that. that. Okay. Yeah. And so I read it. And um, and I also said, like, oh, it's so great. This guy's so good at his job that he has time during his day at Energy Radio to critique our show. Right. And, uh, Ooh, and they fired the guy. And then his friends started threatening us. 
And then I was like, at first I thought it was pretty funny because the guy was a giant a-hole. And I'm like, oh my God, we got that guy fired. And then I was like, oh no, I'm going to be on location somewhere and someone's going to stab me in the back when I least yeah, expect it. Dude. It turns scary. out they were looking for a reason to get rid of him. So. Oh, okay. And that was it. Right. I gave him the reason. Right. But he's probably still really mad at you. I hate having people in the world mad at you, you know? Like, yeah. it feels very unsettling. Yeah. I hate it, too. <laughs> you know? I hate it, too. <laughs> you only realize it after, too. You think you don't care, and then they, then you're like, oh, someone out there is saying bad things about yeah. me. Yeah. Kind of sucks. Anyway, that was a bit of a tangent. That was. Uh, you know what we're going to do now? What? Going to say goodbye. Okay. Get back into a little summer days. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave a review if you can. Mm-hmm. Subscribe to our podcast and what our app you're using. So um, what happens is you just get an alert telling you there's a new one up. Oh, awesome. And you don't have to wait for us to post on Instagram or whatever letting you know. You want an island with the ocean color stuck in your iris. We comfortable in silence. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again. We wild sundress. Nothing underneath as we undress. You could look in my eyes, see I'm some mess. Couple of broken people trying to complete each other under one breath. Don't look in the mirror, look into my eyes.